It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor. Known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. feel so good today as always just humming just have this music that comes to my spirit i just just yeah you know it just happens from time to time i wish i could sing the song but i don't want to get all of you fired up so i will excuse myself from not singing so how are you doing and trust you're doing well welcome again thank you very much for being here thank you to all of you so far who've been sending in your questions and thank you for the kind words. Thank you. God bless you. Once more, I'm Solomon Ring, God is where, and I'm here to once again answer a question that we've received today. Not today, but we received it some time past, and we are going to answer it today. And our question is from Edith Steele. Edith in Cameroon. Her question goes as follows. I noticed that whenever I want to start doing something good, I actually take out time to reflect and build the determination within. It works. So let me rephrase that better. I noticed that whenever I want to start doing something good, and when I take out time to reflect and build determination within, it works. I will be consistent till the day I have an affront with anybody. It could be in terms of the person expressing anger, disagreement, discontentment or unhappiness vis-a-vis something I did and suddenly my zeal will go down to zero. Please how do I overcome this? I would like to say that I pray about this but I still observe the same difficulty each time the opposition comes. Thank you and have a blessed day to you all. Thank you very much Edith. So the question is about living from your emotions. How do you do not to have your emotions have the better part of you? How do you do not to have your emotions make you to desist from doing something that you have purposed in your mind or you've planned in your mind to do. Alright, I would say this. You see, because I'm a teacher by God's grace, I will not give you a very generic answer. I'll always come from the top and go down. So that's why the answers can seem to be philosophical. And I know that my people who have an operations mindset will always like things that are practical. 
we should not just yearn for practical things and negate what we term in quotes abstract concepts what i'm sharing are not abstract concepts so there are just things that that define life and everything flows from that standpoint human beings make sense of life from their senses their human senses and that is a very big problem i repeat it doesn't mean that the human senses are evil it doesn't mean that the human senses are bad but it is very bad when you interpret your life from your human senses your human senses are present for something else not to direct your life and to pilot your life so what you're saying in essence is that and it's not just you almost everybody listening to me if god has not helps you to understand this thing about our christian walk in christ by default you're living your life from your human senses and especially your emotions other senses can have value but emotions are very very delicate things that we should use to pilot our lives because emotions vacillate more than every other thing you can like someone today and the next second you don't like them and this is the humanist approach to life humans make meaning of life and determine and dictate life based on emotion so how i feel about anything determines how i react to that thing so if i'm happy doing something it means that thing is definitely good if i'm not happy doing something it means that thing is not good and the humanists believe that man is god that there is no god outside of man so man determines everything that happens around him based on emotion i was listening to the advisor i've forgotten his name i think it's harari i apologize if i've not pronounced the name correctly so i was listening to him giving a talk i think it's in stanford university in the u.s and he was saying that what validates our actions as human beings is or are our emotions and feelings and he said our actions are not validated by the bible or some god in the cloud and he was saying in a very sarcastic way and intonation i'm saying that to make you understand the posture of humanists and most of us though you are not humanists like subscribing to their ideology and funding them directly almost everybody who is not operating by god's word and from god's word by default you are operating from the human standpoint your emotions validate your actions and i've said that in a good place to be in so you're asking how you can go past that what can you do to make sure that your emotions don't have that much power to the point where they make you not do what you want to do the first thing is i'll start from the very basic requirement because i'm speaking to a global audience and i don't know who will be listening to this podcast an atheist can be listening someone who's a christian might be listening so i'll give you some very generic answers and going forward if you want to live your life beyond something else other than your emotions you have to live your life from god's word and it's impossible to live your life from god's word if you are not born again if you don't believe in christ jesus that's what i mean because human beings live from their emotions and that's what the bible says the wisdom of humans is sensual the wisdom of satan and the wisdom of man are the same thing and their main feature is that essential wisdom from the senses for example jesus said i'll die today or i'm going to leave you guys and i'll be crucified and peter said never master you will never die how can you die and from the human standpoint we'll be shocked at why christ rebuked him because the devil was using his emotions and senses to try to dissuade christ from not dying on the cross 
And that's why Christ replied that, Get thee behind me, you Satan. You are an obstacle to me because you don't understand the things of God, but you only savour the things of man. One other translation will say, You don't understand the things of God. You only understand things from man's perspectives. The wisdom of the devil and the wisdom of man have this in common. His sensual wisdom is driven by emotions and feelings. But if you have to live beyond that, you have to be born again, believe in Christ, thereby have the life of God, and then live your life from God's word. God's word should be the determinant for every action that you take. I will not do this not because I don't feel like doing it, but because it is my role to do it. I have to do it. I must do it. God is counting on me to do it so i would do it no matter how i feel about it that's what made christ to still die on the cross he didn't feel like dying at some point remember he asked his father if it's possible for this cup to pass away let it pass away but he immediately retreated his words and came back to his sense and said not my will but your will be done when you live your life from a human standpoint your emotions will always rob you of what god wants you to do and your emotions will lead you into a path of instability because emotions are not stable they always change if i'm not mistaken science tells us that emotions change every five seconds or five minutes or so that's why you can have someone who is so passionate about this lady about this guy and they get married and you know their wedding day they are going down the aisle this guy is standing in front of the pulpit he's watching his bride come and he's almost in tears and for some they cry and the lady as well she's crying she's all in tears because emotions are high finally i'm getting married to the man that i'm passionate about i'm getting married to the lady that i so love i'm so passionate about and you are there you can barely say your vows you're saying your vows and your voice is breaking because your emotions are so high your feelings are so high but that same couple two years down the line some few months down the line they can't stand each other i hate you i don't love you anymore what happened? The emotion changed. So because you are subject to your emotions, now you will get to divorce. In the only instance where this is not a marriage seminar and stuff, but you get to divorce, you will get to start chasing some sweet 16. You will get to start sharing your matrimonial bed because your love life is determined by how you feel. Your life is driven by how you feel. And the Bible says we don't have to live our lives that way. Let us read from... Colossians chapter 3 from verses 3 to 8. No, not to 8. We'll end somewhere at 6 or 7. Colossians chapter 3 from verses 3 to, let's say, 7. From the message translation. Let's read. Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you will show up too. The real you. The glorious you. Meanwhile, be content obscurity like Christ. Now we go to 5 going down. And that means killing off everything connected with that way of death, which is what your old life, your human life. That means killing off everything connected to that way of death. And he now gives us some things, some features of the human life, of the old life, the dead life. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust. Listen very well. Doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it. And grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. Let me repeat that verse. He's giving us some features of the human and self-life. And that means killing off everything 
connected with that way of death, he now leads them. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lusts, doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy, it gets even better. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. He continues, It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. But you know better now. So make sure it's all gone for good. We'll end there. Why am I reading this? You are not supposed to live your life from your emotions, how you feel. Our emotions have a role. But its role or their role is not to dictate our action. God expects that in Christ, you live your life from God's word. You live your life from God's perspective. Let God's word be what determines everything that you do. In that way, when somebody comes to try to negate what you're doing, to try to make you to feel bad so you can stop doing what you're doing, you will not stop doing it because you don't feel like doing it again. You will continue doing it despite how you feel about doing it. You will do it because it's something that you know is important to God. It's something that you must do it can be your assignment even if it's not your assignment per se but it's something that moves the plan of god in the earth you're a contributor to what god is doing so it doesn't matter how i feel like christ it didn't matter how he felt all he did was to make sure that what god wants to do through him should be done whether he likes it or not that should be your mentality that should be your mindset that should be your attitude that should be your outlook in life so don't allow a third party to come and negate what you're doing it means that what you're doing you don't have a strong conviction for it it means that what you're doing you're doing it mainly from a place of passion and a place of emotion but god is saying that you should function from a higher realm where you function from his word did you ever take note of the fact that when jesus christ met the mad guy who had thousands of demons in him you know he asked him who are you and said i'm legion the demons know something about god that god doesn't just operate by emotions no if god operated from emotions then all of us would be dead he appealed to god's reason he said you know what i know how you think god it's not yet the time for you to deal with us so you you cannot judge us before the time but please send us into the pigs and christ who is god Based on his emotion, he would have loved to deal with the devil once and for all there. But he himself, he is subject to his word. The Bible says he has so enthroned his word beyond his name. Even God himself has made himself subject to his word. He will only do what his word says he should do. He will not do what he feels like doing. He will only do what his word says he should do. Or he will only do what he has said before. So it's very important that you understand that. The other practical thing I can tell you is that you should learn to build conviction in what you're doing. And how do you do it? Is by making a list of what is important. So making a list of the importance of that task. What will happen if you stop doing that task? Or what will happen if you stop doing that project? Who will suffer? Which lives are you going to be forfeiting by stopping that project? If by stopping that project, a hundred lives will go into abject poverty, by stopping that project, two lives will not know who God is. By stopping that project, one life will not hear about Christ. 100 children will go homeless and without food. When you have listed the benefits of that project or of that action, now you will see the importance of what you are doing. It will build your conviction. And the best way to build conviction is to take what you are doing, your project or whatever thing, and plug it to God. 
meaning make it become relevant to God. How does that project help God achieve his goal in the earth? How does that project help God achieve his goal in somebody's life? Then that becomes your highest motivation and that becomes something that becomes your reason for doing that thing, not because you feel like it, because it's a very weak place to be in. So thank you very much. I hope it has answered your worry and also provided some relevance to what you were kind of doubting and needed some clarity on or about. Thank you very much once again. Thank you, Edith, for your question and thank you, my dear friend. I would like to know you personally. You can leave um, a comment depending on where you're listening from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're getting your podcast from google podcast as well so leave us a comment and let us know how this podcast is impacting you if at all it is and again i've said this before if you would like to have a meeting with me physical or for those who are in cameroon and even for those who are out of the country maybe live maybe zoom on a zoom call or something you can always leave that request and the team will make sure that we see what can be done and how it can come to pass then we make that happen Thank you very much. God bless. Have a nice day. I have been Solomon Rain. God I swear here for you to serve God through you and through all that he is doing in and through our lives. Stay blessed. I'm out. Bye-bye. We trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two. Please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast? Consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.